Heard at Sports Radio. Every weekday morning from 7 to 10 a.m. On Thursday's show, we'll have staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman. We'll talk the odds with our Vegas insider, Brian Edwards. Catch it up with senior writer for Huskers 24-7, Michael Brunts, and Nebraska women's basketball head coach, Amy Williams. Take a dive into the latest news in all things sports. Heard at Sports Radio with Ravi Lula and Damon Benning. is scored. Devers to third. He's held there and Turner has done it again with an RBI double and the Red Sox take a 6-5 lead. A pitch away and he lined a bullet. No chance for McKinney the right fielder to grab it. Deep drive to left off the bat of Amaya. This ball's got a chance. Gone! Long home run for the rookie catcher Miguel Amaya. And the Cubs lead 4-1. Springer slams a breaking ball to left, and that ball is gone. Third home run in four batters for the Blue Jays. It's 9-2. They just won't stop hitting homers today in Cincinnati. Yates throws, and it is ball four. He walked him. Missed low with a fastball. A four-pitch walk to Jock Peterson. It comes with the bases loaded in the ninth inning, and the Giants take a 4-3 lead. 0-1 pitch. Mateo hits it high and deep. Left field. Kent back, giving way to tail to Butler. He can't make the catch. It bangs off the wall. Mateo around second. Pass third. He's going to try and score. Jorge Mateo and inside the park home run. Good morning, everybody. Coffee and cream in the morning on Herd at Sports Radio. We are live from the in-progress renovation of Herd at Sports Bar and Grill. Robbie Lula in the seat for the first hour. This is until Wednesday or Thursday. I think I are you on? I can't I can't hear you, but sometimes it, it's just you're actually going over the radio. Right, Shane? That's how it is? Like, if we can't hear it in the headset, but he's still going over the radio? That is correct. Yeah, see? Technology. Can't live with it, can't live without it. That's what Shane said about... Um, yeah, so it looks a little different. Oh, there you go. Um, we the All the tables and chairs are out, so it's just a big empty space right now. And uh, It's always a big empty space well, in the morning for us. True. <laughs> but it's more empty because there's no seats basically in the entire restaurant right now. Shane said they got the new sign out front, mm-hmm. so that'll be fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're uh, ready to reopen on the 28th. Yeah, it looked good when it not, pulled up. Not too shabby. Next Monday is the big reopening, so we are looking forward to that. That's yep. the 28th, right? Yep, reopening. <laughs> Carry the two. Rebra- yeah, divided by <laughs> you know what? Let me use the uh, the windows here to do my math because it's so foggy and it, it, there's condensation mm-hmm. all over the door that uh, we could do plenty of math problems on there and be fine. It could probably look like Goodwill hunting. Yeah. Like we could go from <laughs> one end to the other and solve solve like the most insane mathematical equation. But when I opened the door this morning, I told you it was like, it was probably like 
like if if you're at Westside's practice, we'll take DB, for example, and mm-hmm. after practice he just went up to Caleb and just used his left hand and just wiped the left side of Caleb's face. <laughs> like that's how it feels to open up a door handle today. Yeah, it's a little it's a little uh a little moist. It's mm. a little that's not a word that some people <laughs> like to hear there. It's a little it's a little muggy and gross out today, but uh yeah, it's welcome to yeah, that that thing wet, Shane. Uh, <laughs> welcome, welcome to Nebraska. I guess in in you know it's supposed to be cooling down about now. Instead, no, gonna have nope. the hottest days of the year. One hundred two, one hundred two, right? That that's what it's at. What is the heat index? Uh, yesterday, I think it was pretty close to one twenty. I saw somebody say because they were out. Is at that the, warm? It's it's a little warm. They were out at the Pink concert last night, which was outdoor at TD Ameritrade. Oh. And so, yeah, they're like, yeah, the heat index of about 120. I would not – listen, I – you know, pink isn't like my jam anyway. Uh, don't – you know, if, if it's if it's for you, that's cool. But uh, – Well, I like the color. There, there oh, is, you mean the artist. Yeah, there is not a lot of people in the world I would spend that time outside for <laughs> in the, the conditions that were there yesterday. What about Chicken Nick? You know, Chicken Nick I might have. I had a <laughs> better chance with Chicken Nick than you would with pink. Uh, thankfully, they were in inside here at our in our lovely space. That uh, to close. How was that, dude? It was so much fun. Uh, they were closing down the Hale Varsity Club uh, last event there last night. Um, it was man, it was so much fun, and just the to see how many people were here. I mean, from where we're at on the studio stage, the H and H Chevrolet mm-hmm. stage. Um, all the way back. I mean, it was this place was. I saw packed. the photo. I saw the selfie. I couldn't be here. I was I was at home with the fiance. Um, yesterday was a pretty important day for her. Sure. It was the day that she lost her father. So, um, you know, I spent the day at home, um, just making sure that she was, you know, a okay. Um, so I was sad that I couldn't miss the event, but I I was definitely in the right place. So. Uh, that's why I ask all these questions yeah. because I, I, I was really curious because, as, as you pointed out, not only from left to right if, when, where we're sitting on the stage, but deep. All the way I back. mean, you go to the back wall, and what was cool about it, too, is with these big double doors, you can sit people mm-hmm. all the way back there, yeah. and they can still get the experience. Now, were Chick and Nick on the TVs or no? Yeah, so they were on the TV, at least in here, so I assume they were out there as well. Um, it was... It's just so cool to see kind of the, you know, communities may be a strong word, but, you know, I'll call it that kind of the community that their show has created. And, you know, we were talking about this before we went on the air, but it's crazy to think they did a show for less than three years, which in the grand scheme of radio shows is is not a super long time, right? Um, And... They were off the air between when they started the podcast and uh, when they went off the air on their previous show. They were off the air for eight or nine years in between that. Themselves, right? Like together. Together, yeah. Like obviously Nick had his stuff that he's been doing. Schick has been at ESPN for a long time. Uh, basically since he left Omaha mm-hmm. in, in 20. And we'll talk to Matt Schick later on today in the show. Yeah, which he's terrific. Um, but – it's crazy to think this sh- the show had not existed for eight or nine years, and people still, like, clamored for it. Obviously, the the podcast has been a huge success. The and, and they'll tell you, like, people still come up to them, you know, eight, ten, twelve years later, and 
yell out lines from their show that, that happened back in you know 2009 to 2011. It's it's really uh, the kind of like following and devotion. Like when you do what we do, it's the thing it's that what, you strive you admire. for, right? And and it's uh, frankly it's. It's inspirational. I mean, we do it for the we do it for the listeners. Yeah, we don't do it for us. It, it's inspirational because I do it for the relationships that I make with people. Yeah, well, and I do it, you know, honestly, because I've I've been on the other side of of the mic, right? Where I've I've been and, and still am, you know. I, I still work a day job. Like I, you go and it helps you get through your day, and like maybe you're having a tough time at work, and it's just these are the people that get you through your day. They end up feeling like friends. Even mm-hmm. if you've met, I hadn't met, met, I met, I met Matt Schick for the first time last night. That's crazy. I've talked to him dozens of times doing interviews and stuff like this. Um, I know Nick a little bit better just from, cause he's still in Omaha and with Creighton stuff, we run into each, into each other all the time. And I used to fill in on his old show when he would go on the road to call games all the time. And so I know Nick a little bit better, but for this is the first time I had ever met Matt Schick and it felt like I was just seeing an old friend again because of how how much they let you into their lives and things like that when you're doing the show and that's that's really kind of what we all aspire to do when we do this type of thing is just to um you know provide that sense of you know friendship and connection and things like that that's why I do this that's because I've been I've been the person that needs that you know in their daily life and Shick and Nick is the first show I listened to on a daily basis. Um, it was, you know, I would, I'd be driving to college every morning from my parents' house, and I would listen to him on the radio every day. And, like, I, it, it's one of those shows that, like, I remember where I was when certain memorable events or bits happened on the show. Like, I remember what I was doing. Like, they had this, you know, it's, it's kind of a weird topic now because of – how Bill Cosby ended up being, but they had like a 45 minute interview with Bill Cosby in like 2011. I missed a job interview because I didn't want to stop listening to, <laughs> to the That's show. Incredible. I was in my car. Hopefully the job interview was for like McDonald's drive through worker. And you know, not like no, for pursuing <laughs> your career. It was, it was some like random sales position or something. And I didn't really want to do it anyway, but I was kind of looking for a new job and I was like, eh. so I, I was in the car when they started the interview and I'm driving to this place and I'm like, okay, it should end about the same time. But like I said, they ended up talking to him. I mean, Shane, you were there, right? Oh, I remember exactly where I was at. Yeah. So I was sitting like right in a chair like I am right now. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I was probably sitting in a chair somewhere too, Shane. And so I'm I, such a jerk. I'm driving to this interview and it seems like the, it seems like they're not done with their conversation and aren't going to be for a while. And so I'm just sitting in the car and I'm waiting as long as I can before I have to go in. And then at some point, I just decided, I was like, yeah, I'm not getting out of the car. <laughs> so, like, that was – That's great. It's this, it's crazy kind of just the – You know, br- you said 45 minutes, though. I'm thinking about a world where we wouldn't have hard outs. Oh, yeah, it was in hmm. the – Shane, what would that be like? <laughs> it'd be it'd be an interesting world. Do you know the, the funny thing about that is, and I was just thinking about not necessarily that interview, but that interview is a perfect example, is – Back in that time, it was before Twitter, and it was before, you know, you did all this... Uh, 2011? StreamYard stuff. It oh, was okay. before. It was before... It was, it, was, it was in the time of radio where they needed to be on the, the guest, 
like Bill Cosby needed to be on the radio actually to That's get his point saying, across. Okay. Sure. Whereas in now they would just put a a a video out on Twitter or whatever. Yeah. So they wouldn't even you know, getting somebody like that nowadays is extremely hard compared to what it was back then. Yeah, because he was promoting. He was doing. Uh, he was doing some some shows in Omaha either that weekend or, or coming up there pretty soon. So that's why they got him. Is they were is they were promoting some of the stand up shows he was doing, and you know Shane's right. You you don't get a ton of that anymore unless kind of whatever radio station you're working with is part of a sponsorship for mm-hmm. the events or whatever. So on music stations, sometimes you can get like stars that are coming through town or whatever. But yeah, it was, it was a super random thing for, for Schick and Nick to be interviewing Bill Cosby. But then it was also just kind of one of the most incredible like pieces of radio I've ever heard, because you've got these two guys who obviously have like great senses of humor in and of themselves. And then you've got for whatever he is or has been as a person, one of the funniest people that's ever lived in Bill Cosby. Right. And it was just this incredible, like, coming together of these two worlds. And like I said, it, it was like a 45-minute interview. I skipped a job interview for it just to, so I wouldn't miss it because it was harder to find stuff in, like, online and on podcasts and stuff back then. I don't even know. Did you guys even podcast the show back then, Shane? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think they started. Pod- yeah, 2011, I don't think so. Yeah, like, podcasts were, like, in their very mm-hmm. infancy, and you weren't really putting radio shows on podcasts yet. And so... And that's kind of the, like, almost charm about the, the kind of the Schick and Nick memories, right? Is that I'm sure those recordings exist somewhere in the archives of if they haven't deleted them. Oh, I have them. Uh, so, Shane, good. I'm glad Shane has them. But, you know, like, they don't exist on the Internet, right? They're not just out there. You can't go back through these archives right. of a podcast to just go and find them. And so it's almost... Radio Gold. It, you know, it feels almost kind of like a fever dream. Like, was that a real thing? Did that happen? Like, did Nick Baugh really say, explodes all over my chest on live radio? <laughs> and he did. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> and Nick Baugh says a few Open things. Salsa, explodes yep. all over my chest. Nice. So the best one, and I told Nick, I told Nick this last night when I talked to him for a minute, was, so he said that, that's the original line, and then, Back in, like, 2010, there was an NBA lockout. And I don't know if you remember, some of the stars kind of hinted at, like, oh, maybe we'll start our own league. And Nick's like, you know, because obviously Nick played at Kansas and Creighton. He's like, you know what, if you need some guys to fill in for that league, I'd be happy to step in, maybe take a charge from LeBron James. And then he, like, goes into pretend play-by-play mode, and he goes, LeBron James coming down the lane, explodes all over my chest. (laughs) (laughs) I almost drove off the road. And yeah, so Old it was Dominion. It was Old Dominion. <laughs> uh, probably the greatest yeah, drops he, of all time. He's got some of the best one-liners out there, which is what uh, that makes him so <laughs> so attractable to an audience. Yeah, right? they're so relatable because right? you could you know a Nick Ba. Yeah, right. Everybody knows a Nick Ba without actually knowing Nick Ba. It's like right. your friend that has the best one-liners that can always make you laugh, and you're like, man, like why can't I be just naturally funny like you? That yeah. is, that is Nick Ba. Like for me, yeah, it's it's Brad Thompson who does the Cardinals color commentating because I used to work with them at ESPN Radio in St. Louis. Okay, he had the best one-liners. The best. Like, yeah. if you put him and Brad Thompson in a room, they would kill you <laughs> just from laughter. Everybody also yeah. knows a Matt Chick. Yeah, right? absolutely. Somebody that is a 
It's a family guy. Like, how many kids does Chick have? Three, four? He's like, got five. Five kids, yeah. okay. Um, somebody that, uh, you know, it's just that open personality, that straight and narrow, but well, can, like, really kind of fall off the road a little bit, well, but come back on. The and funny thing is, you know, like, and, and I don't mean this in a disparaging way at all, like, Chick can come off a little nerdy. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he kind of can mm-hmm. come off sure that can. way. and. Um, in like the best possible way, but he's such. That's what makes him so good. Well, and he, he, you feel like there would be such a difference between him and Nick Baugh, like okay, this Division One athlete, like, and then you've got kind of the AV Club kid, and they get along and they're like best friends. Like it's so great how. Yeah, because Nick was stealing his homework. It it doesn't matter that like Nick is this former athlete and Schick is just this former TV guy and stuff like that. It's. Um, their their friendship makes me so happy. But th- those are the those are the type of people too that exceed on television. Like especially on on play by play calls. Like Nick is the perfect color commentator oh, yeah. because he knows the game, mm-hmm. but he also can just like fit something in, which is like this weird analogy that you would never think about until you hear him say it. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, and honestly, like I a song line like a bag floating through it. <laughs> the wind or, so, or or something like and he compares it to a play it's just like wait a second here i i and i love How'd we get on fritos and i love honestly my favorite version of nick ba outside of the chicken nick show is when he's on creighton games because he goes full send on homer mode which is my favorite thing in the world because <laughs> because when like when he's on a on a on the television broadcast on FS1, he's so professional and he's so mm-hmm. good at what he does, right? And you wouldn't tell, you wouldn't be able to tell that he went to Creighton or anything like that. He's just so good at being a professional color yeah, commentator because he's on the Big East Network and calls a lot of Creighton games. Yeah, right. And you would have no idea, like if you didn't know that he went to Creighton. Uh, but on the on, on Are you Creighton? saying that Nick Ba wasn't a valuable basketball player for his Creighton team now, Robbie? No, I'm just saying if you didn't follow Creighton back in the Missouri Valley days and you were just judging it based on listening to the call, you wouldn't pick up any, like, homerism or anything like that. But then you turn on a couple of the games that he does for the radio network as the home broadcaster, and it goes – you've still got the knowledge and the mm-hmm. professionalism and all of that, but then he goes full send on Creighton Homer – and it is the most fun just listening to him call Creighton games. It's incredible. Shane, let's go to line one and talk to B. By, by the way, a lot of that stuff was probably my fault because I would just play his drop laughs over and over and over again, and he would just laugh. And he would just <laughs> – I mean, he, he would just go off the wall. The so. Nick Boss scream laugh is, so, like, so, is iconic. So basically what Shane is saying is he built Nick Boss to no, what he is today. no. Oh, no, that's I, not I, what you're saying? No, I followed his lead. <laughs> All right, let's go to B. What's up, B? Good morning. Hey, fellas, what's going on? <laughs> Everything's good in the hood over here. What about you? I was just listening. Listen, you guys talk about Shake and Nick, you know, how good the show was, you know. Kind of made me feel old. Robbie started talking about how the show was recorded on Real to Real because it was so old. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Try to make it seem like that, that that wasn't that long ago. That's where I got my first <laughs> original radio sports name, Fickle People Brian. And then, I, hey, Shane, you got them old cut up. You still got that song that they had their last day of the show, where they, uh, the, the drop song, when you put all the drops together and made a song? That's the one I'm looking for. I've been looking for that one. Yeah, Shane. I want to hear that Do you one. have that in your archives? Uh, probably. You should find that, and let's just play it on our show. 
And just play the uh, play yeah. the chicken nick drops. Yeah, I, I mean we'll just take the chicken nick audience over to coffee and cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had that. They had this. He had a. They had a song. They put all their drops together into mm-hmm. some song that was real creative. I was like, I've been looking to hear that ever, uh, ever since they went off off the air. <laughs> I, I I agree here. I agree here, Shane. We need to find that. We need to play it because then it would actually be archived online so people can go back and listen to it. And all that does is just poke coffee and cream listeners. Hey, hey before I go, I was hey, watching that uh, NFL preseason last night. Travis Volkolek was looking real nice. Yeah, he did. He was eating. But the funny thing was when uh, after Nick Gates hit that guy, the right guard was <laughs> – the right guard was doing the was the gritty. He was looking all giddy. <laughs> 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 you see, he goes off the field doing the gritty. I was like, oh my god, this is this is football. <laughs> yeah, this is what we love. This is what we love to watch. Hey, did did you have on your bingo card B a game-winning field goal by the Commanders to stop the preseason streak for the Ravens? No, I didn't know that they uh, before the game they were really uh, set on. Breaking that that win streak mm-hmm. in the preseason, I didn't really know that was important, uh, except for the to the gamblers. But <laughs> man, <laughs> to, to degenerates <laughs> like me who bet on preseason I'll say football. If, if you bet on preseason <laughs> football, get help. Just get help. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't even done that yet. <laughs> hey, don't worry, I haven't either. So man, uh, I've had twenty one fantasy football teams in one year, but I've never twenty one. Can you say yeah. that number one more time, please? How do you even keep track Did of you like, have teams? to hire an assistant to keep up with that? Like, what happened? <laughs> Who was your nutritionist oh, no. coach? Hey, hey, hey. I was going with, uh, I was working with uh, Steele. Kevin Steele was my defensive coordinator uh, from Nebraska. You know, we, we were looking real good out there because I played with uh, IDPs. You know, I didn't play that, that little stuff. So it was kind of hard. <laughs> kind of. I struggle with five. <laughs> Wait, so you were playing individual defensive players too? Oh, yes. Oh, my god! On every team? On all 21? Well, no, on, on, on 10 of them. Oh, oh only 10. 10. Only 10. 10. Just on 10. Got to make it fun, but, you know, I don't like how uh, the, the weaker teams seem. They, they feel like they're out of it if they don't Ooh. have any real offensive players. You give them a little chance with defensive mm-hmm. players. Give them points for touchdown. Man, hey, B, somebody, somebody get a punt return, kickoff return. That B, could change the game. Yeah, I got a, <laughs> I got a question, man. Before, before we let you go, I got a question. So, how do you, how did you avoid not drafting the same players and then not like cheering on a player that you are playing against because he's on like seven of your other teams? Uh, yeah, lucky you find some sucker in the league and you can trade. Where it's a couple of good players. So, so did and, you have like th- similar teams across the board then? Yeah, that first year I had uh, I think Adrian Peterson and Frank Gore's rookie year on a lot of teams. Okay, nice. That, that okay. was that was that was pretty Gosh, good. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you manage that. <laughs> you're, say, you're a different. You're an animal. That's what you are. He's you're built a different. He's breed. built different. <laughs> yes, he is. He's a Ford truck. It, it, it helped for the next ten years. I didn't have to sit up there and watch too much preseason games. I knew what playing. <laughs> All right, B, we appreciate the call this morning. All right, no problem. Take it easy, fellas. Oh man, appreciate that laugh because I thought I was crazy playing in five because I could hardly manage that. I I think I maxed out at like four, and then I pretty quickly after that dropped to two, and now yeah. I only do one. I'm telling you, man, I can't stand. 
rooting for, like, say I have Justin Fields as my quarterback in two leagues, and then I'm facing off against him yeah, in another in, league. Because I'm like, yeah. wait a second, but that other league, I'm only up, let's just say, 14 points, yeah. and Fields averages 17 in fantasy. So I have to hope that he gets, like, 13, which could still win me this week, but it guarantees me the win this week <laughs> or if he much. goes off then I win these two and lose this one but this one's my money league so I need this one like oh man I just it's too much it's too confusing yep but if I had 21 teams I would I would I wouldn't I would never I mean B's a fantasy football card counter I would Good never night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. all right when we come back we will get into a few things one being the new facility over at Nebraska that's next Heard at Sports Radio, every weekday morning from 7 to 10 a.m. On Thursday's show, we'll have staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman. We'll talk the odds with our Vegas insider, Brian Edwards. Catch it up with senior writer for Huskers 24-7, Michael Brunts, and Nebraska women's basketball head coach, Amy Williams. Take a dive into the latest news in all things sports. Heard at Sports Radio with Ravi Lula and Damon Benning.